Welcome back. Uh, the darling of the Western media, the I think the only Russian that the Western media love, Alexei Navalny, has today just been sentenced to nine years in prison uh, for fraud and contempt of court. Later down the article, it talks about an earlier case of uh, Ivor Shear. We'll get into that into a little bit, but let's let's have a little look at what the Russian media is saying as opposed to the West. I, I've already seen some articles popping up. He'll also have to pay a fine of 1.2 million rubles. Uh, the, earlier, the state prosecution I did see earlier in the week had asked for 13 years to be handed down. The contempt of court is allegedly from insulting a judge who's a veteran. Uh, that seemed a bit odd. Uh, we'll look at that as well. According to investigators, he spent 350 million rubles collected for FBK for personal needs. FBK was his uh, anti-corruption fund, I believe. A little-known fact about Navalny that isn't often mentioned in Western media, but is pretty well known amongst Russians, is he was sending his kids to the States, I believe. I would also speculate that Navalny fits the description of what uh, President Vladimir Putin described as the fifth column. You can pretty, I, I think it's fair to say that Navalny fits the bill there. So happy to profit from Russia, happy to take money, but, you know, always lauding and uh, his mind is always in the West. That's, that I think is probably a good analogy. With regards to the contempt of court charge, uh, it says here Navalny was also found guilty of contempt of court for insulting Judge Vera Akimova, who was passing judgment in a libel case against World War II veteran Ignat Artemienko. Uh, materials contain more than 100 phrases of Navalny. Um, okay, yeah, that bit's a bit unclear. I didn't dig too far into that because I kind of feel that contempt of court is usually one of those things that's just like a garnish on the top, sometimes used to just boost up a sentence or boost up justification for a sentence. Uh, here's the key thing. The FBK founder is already serving a sentence in the Yves Rocher case. You might recognize that name. It's a, a French uh, brand. Here we are. Uh, I did some digging over that because I, I'd heard of it, but I didn't know too much about it. So Yves Rocher rebuffs criticism over role, role in the Valny affair. So <laughs> when you start scrolling through this one... It says a Russian court found Navalny guilty in 2014 of defrauding the Russian subsidiary of Yves Rocher. Okay. But then you see another sentence that says, but Yves Rocher said it had never taken legal action or lodged complaints against the Navalny's. So Yves Rocher was kind of cool with it. Uh, it added it did not want to be used for political purposes or take part in current political debate in Russia. So I suspect that, yeah, maybe there was a PR consideration here. Like, <laughs> the Russians kind of went, oh, by the way, these guys just stole this money from you or defrauded you. And they're like, oh, did they? Ah, uh, never mind. <laughs> so, yeah, a little bit a little bit sketchy on that, but that was an ongoing case. And as said, that was from 2014. From my understanding of the situation, there was a couple of like prior investigations or, or suspended court sentences that Navalny was under that when he ended up going to Germany, he was warned by the prosecution service that if you do not come back in time for these suspended hearings, he was given, I believe, extra 
time to get back. Uh, but he was quite clearly warned he would be arrested. He overstayed that deadline and surprised Pikachu face uh, kicked up a stink when he inevitably got arrested as he was warned, as he was told. So the thing that you have to understand here is I feel there's also a demographic divide with regards to Navalny. Uh, definitely the poster child of the West for whatever reason. Uh, I think the fact that Angela Merkel visited him in hospital wasn't actually beneficial to Navalny's um, image and case in Russia because it did look very suspicious. Like the German head of state coming to see him. You know, what was that for? A debriefing? Was that his handler? And again, you can poo-poo all that, but that's that's like the perception, the suspicion. The other thing with Navalny is he talks a good talk, but it doesn't really offer any meaningful alternatives. It sort of points the finger, says what's wrong, and everyone can nod along and go, oh yes, you're right, yes, that's wrong, yes, bad corruption, corruption bad, we agree, and okay, you want to change it. And then it kind of runs out of steam. And I'll be frank, my sample size... Navalny is not a topic you really discuss in Russia, partly because it's done to death and Russia's kind of beaten over the head with it by the West. You know, Navalny this, Navalny that. Navalny does appear to get off on all the attention and therefore I think mainly is just seen as a narcissistic attention seeker and Instagram addict. So now Instagram's gone, fantastic, brilliant. I think this news of this will, for many people, certainly of the older demographic will just be relieved that hopefully this guy will just shut the hell up now or be shut up and just will go away because as I say there's no real workable solutions that are being proposed by Navalny in his campaign it's all just whining and moaning and the thing is like a lump it when you consider the situation Russia has come from in 1991 to today Putin's got shit done it's turned turned the country around. Uh, again, people can disagree with the methods. Can uh, by Putin's own admission, of course, Russia is not perfect. It has its problems. But again, when I look at Alexei Navalny, who's heralded as leader of the opposition, and yet is not, in fact, leader of the opposition, especially not in my understanding. For instance, in the Houses of Parliament. Um, which is obviously going to be my reference. In America, you only have a two-party system anyway, so perhaps America is a better one to use. So, leader of the Democrats, you'd expect that the leader of the opposition would be the leader of the Republicans. In truth, again, this is why I went to more towards England. Um, in truth, obviously, Russia has more than two-party system. So, if I can use the UK analogy, Labour Party would be the next... Uh, party with a major not the majority, but a significant size, significant enough to be viewed as the opposition. So Keir Starmer would be seen as leader of the opposition. Alexei Navalny is nowhere near that status. Alexei Navalny, as he's been referenced to by uh, government officials, is little more than a blogger. Blogger, they like using that word. So that's where you read Western articles and you laugh that putting him on that pedestal so uh to wrap up i don't think many tears are going to be shed i certainly don't foresee many protests over this especially not in the current climate but yeah alexei navalny sentenced to nine years in prison